whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are here to rant rant and rave. rave. Perfect, 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 perfect. (laughs) It's not even going to be close. What a fun guessing game you and I have. We think that we're amazing. And then when one of us goes to edit, we're like, God, we couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, also just started the show we are exactly 41 seconds in i have already wasted an hour of your day by talking non-stop as if my head were a dam that you opened you know what i say this over and over but i think part of it is because we don't see people that often still Yeah. And I realized I saw some friends on Friday. I could not come up for air and I literally catch myself and I'm like, okay, you sound like an unhinged <laughs> lunatic. I know, me too. I could be talking about bread and my head and my vet is exploding and what yeah. is coming out of my mouth. Ma- I mean, it's insane. But I then I think so. about it and let's be frank, we've kind of always done this. Yes, Pre, yes. pre-COVID even. It's just a masturbating. <laughs> like, also, I had, not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you, <laughs> such a beautiful weekend. Like, mm. just chill. I really didn't try, I did not stress myself out about, like, you didn't finish the dishes on Friday and you haven't vacuumed in two days. Like, I didn't. Right. Which I know sounds Good. crazy, but I have wood floors and three pets. And so if I don't, between two boys, well, one man and a boy, I should call it <laughs> a boy. And all my pets, like our floors are so yuck. Mm-hmm. We all have to wear slippers or our feet will be black like coal. Yeah. And, and I vacuum all the time. But anyway, so I didn't worry about any of that. And I just listened to music, watched crime shows, painted cement figurines, yes. made things out of craft glue. <laughs> Which is an amazing happy accident. I updated my two-year-old terrarium. I was very happy about it. She really needed some work. It was a jungle in there. Um, And then I realized I was like posting all these videos because I was having such a lovely – and I was like, oh, my God, you guys, I'm living life not really alone because – If you think that my husband or my child came and spoke to me once in the hours and hours I sat happily humming at the table, you were wrong. (laughs) It was as if (laughs) I were a ghost in their home and they had no Uh idea I were there. I was there. (laughs) Like, well, she hasn't told us to stop playing games yet. Let's keep going. Exactly. They were like, let her be happy. She won't make us do anything. That's exactly (laughs) it. Because I had told Dan Tipton, so you know your amazing husband bought us both those big old plants yes those alocasia big elephant royal ears. shields uh-huh so mine's getting real big jessica uh-huh. Uh-huh. like real big because it's getting some tlc from dana powell yeah so i told i was looking at it i watered it and it has roots coming up the top of the pot so what? she needs to be repotted 
And as soon Whoa. as I do that, as soon as I do that, she's going to be like a freaking Jurassic Park plant. Yes. Dan and I were like, okay, I think we're going to have to move her outside at some point. Because mm-hmm. she's huge. Because, you know, my back, my, yes, my back um, room, you know, that ceiling back there, it's added mm-hmm. onto the house. It is high. Yeah. Now, unless I set it in the center of the room at the highest point of the ceiling, <laughs> it's not going to fit. <laughs> I mean, That's amazing. 14 feet ceilings. <laughs> anyway. I love yeah. it. So I had told him. We got some, I also have a giant pencil cactus outside that's in a pot and it's grown out of it and I've needed to repot it for so long. And he keeps complaining that it's not getting new, it's not growing the way it should. And I'm like, cause we need to repot it, but I need his help because these things are massive. Oh, you can't do that alone. I look at that thing every time I'm at your house. You actually might need more than two hands to do that. Oh, a hundred percent. I don't even know how I'm going to get it out of the pot if I'm being honest. It's huge but it has to happen although i do think i keep telling him and i just haven't done it i need to propagate because i can mm-hmm. fill it in it's it's a yeah. pretty easy to propagate but um whatever what is this a gardening show I don't think so. <laughs> well i also did some planting this weekend and i was oh. thinking of you because i'm like shit i had sent you a picture of a plant that was slow growing, but then like out of nowhere had two pups. <gasps> and I was like, what? But it was that snake plant. I can't remember the yes! true name for it. The well, forgot that one that you told me got too wet and you were right. Mm-hmm. I forgot to take it out of the soil. So I went oh. out to it yesterday and Is I tried really? to take off all the mush leaves and I ended mm-hmm. up pulling out the good leaves too. So here's what I did. I dug it up. I had no idea that a plant like that, that's not that big, Mm -hmm. had a billion tributaries on its root system. Yeah. So as I was digging it, I mean, the whole pot, it looked like the capillaries in a lung when they like inject something in like a video. So I was trying not to damage the root system, but the roots filled up the whole pot and were mm-hmm. way bigger than these plants. I just dug it up. The soil was still wet in the middle. I can't believe it. Yeah. And I put in some charcoal and I put in some new dry soil. And Good. then I yeah. just put that pile of roots and the nubs back in. And I'm just hoping for the best. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Absolutely. If I'm you're serious, too I'm like, wet like right. that, I was afraid you were going to say, I put it in the sense so it would dry out and I was going to be like, go get it now. <laughs> uh, you do. You have to change that soil or those roots will rot. Yep. But yeah, and she'll I'm, come back fine. I'm starting to learn from you. And I looked this up with something else. You know, overwatering is almost Number worse than killer. underwatering. Absolutely. Especially for houseplants. Absolutely. I sometimes, if I am unsure about a particular plant and its watering needs when they're new or something Mm -hmm. like that. And also, you know, I had to relearn everything for winter. It's a different, different thing altogether. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I, I lost my train of thought. I think we're talking about over and underwatering, but I think at this point too, I'm going to get a little teardropper. And for my tiny plants and things that are in vessels that have no drainage, I feel like I'm going to put a dropper of water in there (laughs) instead of 
putting it under. I'm like, oh, I just put it under the sink for a second and it's fine. I yeah, think I'm just going to drop it. a few drops in and let it be. You know what's great for that? This is also great for if you have like a little succulent arrangement where mm-hmm. like I, I build like little cowboy scenes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you've got gravel trails and whatever because I'm super cool. <laughs> the misters? The bla- well, they have that. But also there's a plastic bottle you can buy. And I think it's like $1.19. Mm-hmm. And it has a little pointy hook piece that you – it's a squirt bottle. But that's a pointy thing and it directs the water exactly. So when I water my succulents, I water right there so that water goes straight down to the roots. But maybe the whole pot doesn't have to be wet. Yeah. Only because overwatering is one of the number one killers of all plants and especially succulents. That's how I killed my rock plant, which had grown so big. It was it looked abnormal to me. It got so tall. I know. And it was because I hadn't been watering it and they're supposed to be dormant in the winter and get watered like once every three months. Mm-hmm. And I was watering it because I'm like, this is doing so good. I need to keep watering it. And that thing literally dissolved in front of my eyes in 24 yeah. hours. I had one do that too. I still have one of them, the it's rock devastated. one. Yeah. And also those things that come in teeny tiny pots, people Mm -hmm. think, oh, it's tiny. It'll be easy. I find that's the hardest because it's really hard to gauge how much water is still in your soil and stuff, Yep. especially if you don't have a water meter. But those tiny, those tiny pots dry out so fast. I know. And so it's so easy to over or underwater them. So don't beat yourself up. Thanks. And that's this edition of Dana and Jessica's (laughs) Unprofessional Gardeners. (laughs) No, I'm obsessed with my with my plants because I've told you I'm building the world I want to live in. I can't be a part of the real world right now. Yes. Because I don't trust people because they lie about their COVID status, their vaccination status, and you Mm -hmm. know, three thousand people a day are still dying. So do I think I would die? No. Is it okay that I don't want to get sick as a dog? Yeah, it is. Yes, correct. So, so I'm just literally making and building the world around myself because I can't afford to buy the things that I want. I just make it. I'm realizing I bought all of these plants in 2020. I'm a pandemic plant parent. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even joking you. Some of my plants, they're two years old now. Yep. And they're huge. They are They're going huge. through the terrible twos. <laughs> they are <laughs> drastically huge. So <laughs> I am not the tiny plant owner anymore. I <laughs> live in a jungle. So <laughs> yeah, I love it. I An oxygen it. filled jungle. It just brings me peace. It really does. And and I made sure to have a setup where it doesn't feel cluttered or and I don't have gnats yep. everywhere because I have carnivorous plants, so I don't have bugs. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it's, it's a dream world and I'm, and I love living in it. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like looking at it behind you while we record. I know. Isn't it so cute? Oh my yes. <gasps> anyway, that's not why people are here. Well, we both have rants about things that happened within our week. So that's also. Oh, should we just move on in? Do you want, would you like to tell people how to get a hold of us in case? Oh Yeah. Because hey, we used our own rants. Yeah, we did our own rants this week. We're looking for some other ones. And I guarantee you somebody's aggravated about something out there. So mm-hmm. tell us. And it's funny. 
I think I've said this before, but we've gotten a few messages from people that say, oh, I love the show or I listen and I've been dying to send something into you, but I'm just too embarrassed or it feels silly. I can't make this more clear. Don't be embarrassed. Nothing is silly. And again, we have read every single rant that we have been sent from you guys. And the more detailed and your personal take on it is what makes it fun. Okay. So please don't be shy. Please keep the uh, messages rolling in. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves podcast, on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can email us directly at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit our contact button on the website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. If you want to leave a review, or uh, rate us, please, please do. do. We have please over a hundred reviews, and our dear friend Matt Marr, who is part of 90 Day Gaze, and they have yes! taken our podcast on the road. He made us feel really good because he said, Girl, I'm really blown away that you guys have a hundred reviews. That's a lot. So for whatever it's worth, because when you said that my eyes rolled so hard in the back of my head, I bruised them. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Is because that's exactly how people find us. Yes. Like that goes into all the magical algorithms and all that poo poo. Mm -hmm. And that's when people are browsing for something that might interest them. That's the only yes. way we pop up to them because newsflash, we're not celebrities with a big production company behind us. We are two women. I am sitting at the most cluttered craft table with cement and paint everywhere. And Jessica. Sitting in a $99 Amazon Basics office chair that literally causes me so much pain to my buttock and mm-hmm. up my back. It's not even funny, but here we are. Look okay. at the sacrifice we make for nothing. Doing the best we can. Also, I I don't know why I didn't say ass and why I said buttocks. I've never used the word buttocks. This is part of Jessica getting further and further into Aunt Jessica and Uh acting like an 80-year-old. Sometimes these words that I don't normally use as part of my vernacular fly out of my mouth, and I don't know what's happening or where it's coming from, but I don't like it. Well, I don't want to be rude, but you've been that way since the day I met you. about you <laughs> oh grandma jessica <laughs> oh my god where's my, where's my coins where's my coins stop it there are so many things for years that our friend sarah will say to me oh great will you bring that over in one of your pocket books are you gonna have some root beer barrels in there too <laughs> your pocket book. Your pocket book. out of control well you guys Okay, you know I've got a lot to rant about hotels. I mean, I always do, but because yeah, but I've had to stay in them. Right. Yes, yeah. Um, for work, I've got a lot to say. I mean, just in this past week, I was in yet another hotel, and I have multiple rants. But I'll just—I chose one. I chose the most offensive one to oh. my all factory senses. Okay. Oh, now, does this need a gag trigger warning? No. Okay. I mean, for some, but not yeah. in that grody way. Yes, it makes me gag because I hate the smell. Okay, my rant, you know, we're in 2022. To me, 
just when something is for the general public, don't make it so specialized or something that, yes, some people might like this and not that, but just do something that is pleasing and unoffensive to the masses, okay? A very plain, clean scent in particular is what I'm talking about. My rant is a hotel choosing a very strong fragrance for the body care that they provide in their hotel room bathrooms. Okay. (laughs) You want to know what it is? Mm -hmm. The Warm Oak Collection by Gilchrist and Soames, to be exact. Okay. I'm going to read you what they had the nerve to say on the bottle, okay? The nerve, okay. The nourishing lather imparts the brisk and modern sense of oak cedar citrus and spice i'm trying to wash my armpits not plank some salmon for the grill <laughs> Jessica! i am so angry about it <laughs> i don't want to smell like a freaking tree okay maybe some lumberjack type does when he's out no, in the woods they don't. but really he wants to put some deer urine on him so he he's doesn't <laughs> so he blends in with the surroundings He's yeah, a, not a fool. He smells like piss and sawdust. I guarantee you. Yes. <laughs> I do not want to smell like a tree, especially not an oak or a cedar. I am sorry. I am telling you right now, I've got a laundry list of scents that I hate. And I'll tell you from the top amber, okay. number one offender. What not is a tied? What is tied? Maybe second or if tied in first place is cedar okay and let me tell you something now are we talking faux cedar scent or actual cedar wood you also do not like in your drawers of empties okay i hate it in drawers i hate it in closets i will tell you this sounds hypocritical the only exception is there are cedar trees in certain areas that i have traveled to and when you smell them in their element out in the wild I don't love it, but I don't mind it. Okay. You're not bringing that in my home. You're not putting that on my body. I now sometimes get out my magnifier from my camera so Mm -hmm. I can zoom in to every ingredient listed on any kind of man beard wash product that I buy for Alan because I hate it. And almost all of them have cedar. And let me tell you something, Dana. I have a friend. Let your teeth loose. Let your teeth loose. You're grinding them down. It's not worth it. (laughs) So angry. My girlfriend, Amanda, who doesn't live here anymore, we used to hang out all the time in my early days in LA. (laughs) She would come over and we would like binge watch the shit out of shows, okay, Mm -hmm. at my apartment. And whenever she would come over, she would always like have just taken a shower. So I knew the girl was clean. Okay. It wasn't because she smelled dirty. Right. But I'm like, oh, and I would like literally have to swallow my bile mm-hmm. because I'm like, why the fuck does she smell like a gerbil cage? Always. I don't get it. Jessica. What's your middle name? Miranda Young. Oh, I said Barbara. Jessica. Barbara Young. Don't how dare you think your friend smells like a cage that a gerbil poops in? 
uh, smells like the shavings that a guinea pig lays on. Jessica. Dana? Jessica Miranda I, Young. I couldn't say it to her as much as it killed me no, and I would grit my teeth. Cannot. But I'm like, God damn, I need to know what smells, what is she using that smells like a freaking rodent terrarium, okay? Well, finally, finally, oh, one no. day I was at her house and she's like, the door's unlocked. She's like, come in, I'm in the shower. So she walks out towel on her head in a rope and then it happened i see her starting to lather Lather. herself in a lotion let me tell you something i think my head spun around like the exorcist Mm -hmm. i literally ripped the tube out of her hand and i said (laughs) god damn this is the culprit this is the answer it was cedar and dana Here's my number three scent that I hate. And I know you're going to get real upset. And now I'm going to offend you because I know it brings you joy. Eucalyptus. I like the smell of eucalyptus. However, I am aware it's a strong scent. And if used too much, it smells like Ben Gay. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know what it doesn't belong with? Cedar in a lotion. (laughs) Um, Jessica. Uh, what did your friend say? I need to know the rest of that conversation. Okay. I ripped it out of her hand. I uh-huh. probably scared the living daylights out of her. Definitely. And I yeah. said, oh my God, you have no idea the saurus that this has caused me. This was to another fellow Jew. So I knew she knew what I meant. That's a Yiddish yeah, I don't term know for that. aggravation. Okay. Saurus. Okay. Okay. I said, you have no idea the saurus this has caused me. She's like, What is your problem and what in the hell are you talking about? I said, girl, for the last several years, every time I'm around you, you stink to the point it makes me angry. And then she maybe should have not been your friend anymore. I think she was (laughs) equally laughing her ass off at me being a maniac and being Maybe hurt, maybe offended. She would have told me, like, F you. She was the kind of person who would have given it back to me. But she was crying, laughing. I said, girl, I'm not just going to take this away. But I said, I am taking this. It's leaving with me so it can go in the dumpster. And I'm going to treat Yes. I said, I'm going to treat you to a new lotion. That I like. So when you put it on your body, (laughs) I always accept you (laughs) olfactorally. Olfactorally. Y'all, I'm telling the you. The world according to Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, don't blame you. Scent <sighs> is a very personal thing. And I will yes. say, I've, I, I haven't lived a ton of places, but I have to say, L.A. specifically has a real hard time with scents on both Ugh. ends of the spectrum. Because we have groups of men. Well, I can't say just men. Also women who literally bathe and soak. They brine themselves (laughs) in cologne and and parfums. And yes. And so then you have the opposite end of the spectrum here where they'll put a sign on a door and say, if you are wearing any kind of scented cologne, perfume, don't even enter. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what? (laughs) People are real sensitive to scents out here. Do you like cedar? That's what I need to know. I do. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not obsessed with it. Don't say you're judgy, uh huh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you're judgy. Do you buy cedar scented beard wash for Dan? Lord, no. I definitely Good. don't. I will say I don't want Dan smelling like some weird non-existent outdoor place. I a lot of male, <laughs> a lot of male scents are that like aspen and and ginger, like things that I don't <laughs> want going together anyway. I definitely, ah, aspen I, and ginger. I'm not getting up and there's a new there's anything. a new soap uh, collection for you, Raven and Star. I don't want it. I don't. I don't like it. And I'm not. And if you wash yourself with it, and and that scent is on you, I'm not getting up in your anything. No. Not your neck. Not your face. And definitely not your private parts where I could bring you joy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Sorry about it. I'm a human with a husband. We do things. Oh <laughs> We happily do things. But not if it smells like a non-existent outdoor place. I'm not doing no, things. That's really it's funny. Not- a non-existent outdoor place. I'm dying. All of those scents that are like, it's springtime. You smell that thing and you're like, no, it ain't. It <laughs> okay. smells like some old cheap um perfumes and yes. then and then you slapped an outdoor name on it to try and verbally yes. convince me that it's refreshing and it's not i could never more. never stood on a mountaintop and smelled any of the things in that bottle or Talk that candle when you can extract the essence of crocus and daffodil and then we can collaborate on a springtime fragrance okay <laughs> I'll okay, even throw um, water hyacinth into the mix. I'm pretty sure that's a springtime perennial, right, Miss Powell, the plant yes. expert? Yes, for sure. Well, okay. but also, do you? I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So you know, at Christmas time, uh, amaryllis my- bulbs. I love them. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Not where I was going, but <laughs> remember when Kira, our, mm-hmm. my lovely, lovely friend, gave me gardenia. Yes, yes. And said, put them in a bowl of water beside your bed. Mm-hmm. Now, I have never been a fan of the scent gardenia in, in most lotions or anything like that. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just was a little overbearing for me or something. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I have never gotten so much joy out of a dumb bowl of water in a Tupperware yep. by my bed. Yep. The scent was so refreshing. I did feel like I was outdoors in a magical wonderland. Yeah. Now, it is amazing. My neighbor has one and it's intoxicating. I wish I could grow one. I really, really do. I don't think they're easy. But I but I have a question. Mm-hmm. Now, did my my scent likes change with age the way that your taste buds do? Um, I think so because there are things I used to like that I don't. Right. And also recently I had to go to a vendor who does the most intoxicating scents i'm going to tell you right now voyage a c that's voyage and then the next word is et last word Mm c-i-e she couldn't be lovelier so yeah i'm giving a little shout out to a business that i love and respect and support Mm -hmm. everything is handmade and hand poured in the u.s Mm -hmm. Uh, in the u.s in los angeles i just went to her warehouse where it's all done it's all women 
-hmm. It was the loveliest environment. I hadn't been to her in years. And I was like, I just need you to know I don't talk about energy and a vibe. And you've created both things here. And I would kill to work in a place like this. Oh, that's lovely. It really is. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. My diatribe, as usual, where am I going with this? She gifted me a bottle of perfume. And she gave me tuberose, which normally I would have been like, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. it is so beautiful, so delicious. And she told me, she goes, I want, really want to give you tuberose because it's the hardest of the scents to extract and or for people to try to duplicate. Oh. So I really appreciated that. And let me tell you, the way you are with Gardenia, that's how I feel with this tuberose. That's interesting. When I was younger, I hated the smell of rose. Yep. But as an adult, I actually really enjoy it. I know. When it's uh, real or like rose it's real, water, yes. it's so good. Rose water, yes. And that used to be something I was like, nah. It felt like uh, grandma scent to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I've With just- With your corn silk grandma. powder puff and a Correct. <laughs> little bit of rose water. Yes, exactly. But I do enjoy it now. So yeah, Same. I guess our smell desires. Uh, Jessica. Yes. I- just want to put you back in that position with your friend for a second. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I'm going to be her. Okay. okay. Or Dana's a version of her. Let's pretend mm-hmm. you did this to me. Um, Jessica, why, yes. if, if how I smelled has bothered you for so long, how come you didn't say something like, oh, it just kind of gives me a headache. I would have made sure to cater to you in some way so that it wasn't, offensive to you because as angry and as opinionated as i am yeah i swallow most of my thoughts as to not put that on someone else unless Mm -hmm. you get me fired up okay and me just putting lotion on got you all fired up because i'm in a towel and i just got out of the shower that is a gross understatement it caused (laughs) me severe distress yeah and it, it was a problem in our friendship that if you decide to continue to use this, then I cannot hang out with you. Okay. So if I stink to you mm-hmm. personally, yes, we can no longer be friends. Okay. Is that, you know that, is that I what did. I'm gathering from you? I know that you know this, I think. Just before I wrap up this and to finish your question, mm-hmm. you know, I spoke out about this to a mutual friend of ours during a casting workshop once. I do? Somebody was wearing. Oh, yeah. God awful <laughs> old lady Jean Nate meets Gloria Vanderbilt <laughs> from 1976 at Eckerd Drugs, kind of perfume. And we were doing the casting workshop and I was like, Whoa! I was tasting it. And this person and I would always like laugh and kind of nudge each other and write things down on our notebook sometimes and show it to each other during a workshop because you're supposed to be respectful and not talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I wrote on my notebook and slid it over to her and I said, I'm sorry, are you not choking on the God awful perfume? that somebody is wearing it is so <laughs> fucking strong i can taste it and i'd and love jessica. to know who it is <laughs> and who was it jessica <laughs> the person turned purple and their eyes bulged and they wrote back is it me 
And I thought, it's not you, but I'm like, well, she must be wearing perfume to ask. So I leaned over to, you know, jokingly be like, no. Well, I took a whiff and y'all, it was her. It was her. You were shit talking her. You can't take that back. You can't take that back. Right to her face. Like, what am I? And I even said, to, and again, this is while a class is going on, and somebody is acting their heart out in the scene in front of a They've casting been director for a week, <laughs> hoping this is their one shot. Okay, and I just was like, oh my god! And again, I was like, had that nervous laughter where I almost like choked because I was freaking out and like writhing in my chair. And I just wrote to I'll her. I bet you anything, you couldn't have squeezed a sesame no. seed up your butthole. Nope. <laughs> I said, I'm very sorry, but I meant what I said. Clearly, I can't take this back. So I'm just going to dig in on this. And you need to stop wearing it. Luckily, it was a very funny person you did it to. So they just laughed with you. She did laugh. What a fun memory. I mean, it was <laughs> beyond. But again, I mean, what am I going to do? Oh, I didn't mean it, or it's not that bad. Oh, then it's, it's not like, you. Shut it's not up. you. It smells faintly of poo poo. That's not you. <laughs> no. I just had to own up, and I'm like, I, I meant what I said. Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. You're hilarious. Okay, I do. I just want to wrap up by saying I completely agree with you Mm -hmm. at a place where you're providing something for all ranges of people. Honestly, if I'm being honest, it probably should be unscented. Thank you. Unscented or, and you know, you know, to each his own and it's all subjective, but I was going to say, or an aqua scent. Cause yes, there are fragrances that are called ocean or aqua, but I think a lot of people have trouble getting that, real clean essence and it still yeah. has these other notes added in where it becomes like cologne like windex so. or yeah unscented yes what a concept well thank you i bet i'll be really successful in life now <laughs> <laughs> you can consult for hotel hospitality yes. oh god it'll be nice to have a job all right, Jessica, are you ready for my rant? Yes, I am. I We are both going to be so ready for a cleansing breath by the time we're done today. Uh, yes. Because my rant is about when you post something positive or uplifting on your social media mm-hmm. and then a stranger has to comment. So let me just make this specific so we all know that I'm not just mm-hmm. being like some crazy old bitty with a bee in her bonnet. Um I posted the other day on my Instagram, and if any of you follow our personal whatever, you know, I have a very, I try to keep it light and positive because Jessica and I, (laughs) we're both actresses, and so we have to be public. We have a public face because we host a very successful podcast, and (laughs) so anyway, you know, I am mindful, I'll say, Mm -hmm. about what I post, and I think it's probably clear that you and I typically as people like to put goodness into the world and cheerlead for others mm-hmm. and just put goodness back. I guess that's yep. all I want to say. So I posted someone gifted me, our, our good friend Candace gifted me a adorable pot for a plant. Mm-hmm. How crazy. Who knew? I liked plants. Um, <laughs> and it says on it, belief in yourself, which I, I love it think is so cute. I love the mm-hmm. trend of the punny, the punny pots. Okay. Same. It's cute. It'll go out one day and I'll buy new pots. Who cares? Uh, 
Then will you please give me the one that says I wet my plants? Yes. Because my sophomoric brain is the biggest fan of that one. Well, and you gave me those little um, metal snake things with little sayings on them. And I move one of them around to different plants because it specifically says, please don't die. And I put it in plants that I'm worried about. Amazing. I just feel like it knows the message. It yes. knows I care when I'm not around, right? Absolutely. Please don't die. And then it reminds me when I walk past it to pet it and say, please don't die. I mm-hmm. love you. Yep. <laughs> because that's who I am. <laughs> so anyway, I posted that. And then I've also talked a lot about how I have an app on my phone called I Am. And it's mm-hmm. a daily affirmation app that you can schedule your own theme, your own, like if you're working on confidence, if you're working on mm-hmm. a positive attitude, whatever it is, if you're struggling, you can choose a theme. And then it gives, I have programmed it for myself to, to give me an affirmation four times a day. And it has got, I've done it for a couple of years now and it's gotten to a point when I hear that notification, it goes, I get excited and I want to see what that positive thing is for Jay Mm -hmm. because I can't tell you how many times it has jerked my story snakes brain, which is when you make things up like, oh, somebody hasn't responded to me because now they hate me Mm -hmm. um, because I rolled my eyes at a joke they told seven years ago (laughs) and it's been coming, right? That's that now you just entered my brain. It's yes. really not pleasant. Um, so anyway, I put this out there. Okay. Right. Someone it's, Oh, the, the affirmation said I am built of courage, which I really, I don't know what it was about that, but it resonated with me. I liked the idea. I didn't just poof, come into being right. I, my lifetime and my life experience has built this crazy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I got to be proud of her because that's all I got. Right. Yeah. And that made me stop whatever craziness I was doing at the moment and go, oh, right. My therapist told me you didn't wake up crazy one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst therapist ever. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. You crazy. But yeah. it didn't happen overnight. <laughs> I know she wants to tell me that so bad, but she's very professional. Uh, <laughs> but she was like, you didn't become this version of Dana overnight. You didn't just wake up like that. It's a lifetime of experience and trial and error and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that I didn't just come into being, I was built. And then it made me go, oh, when I was very young, I'd never been away from home more than seven days in a row. I had never been to California ever in my life. And I picked up what I could pack in a car with $1,200 between me and my boyfriend with walkie talkies because we didn't have cell phones at in that in the Uh, in those days true and i moved to a place i had never been that was scary as shit yep and i stayed Mm -hmm. and i built a life and i bought a house and i made a career and i had a family like i that's courage man because i've said and it's the honest to god truth when i left i believed that man was going to dump me as soon as we got here and i even told my parents do not let me come home for a year do not let me come home. Wow. I am built of courage. That's right. Jessica, so are you. And I'm sorry, anybody listening right now, if you get out of bed every day, especially right now during this yes. pandemic and how yes. we've had to live our lives, the political unrest in our country and in the world, honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you get out of bed every day, 
I'm proud of you. You're built yes. of courage. Yep. It's a brave person that lives in our world right now. It just is. Right. No, you're right. So now, having said all of that, somebody who is a complete stranger to me because I have a public profile felt the need to comment. I said in my thing, uh, this was. I also really liked my affirmation today. And I said, maybe you needed to see these messages today, question mark, exclamation point. Mm -hmm. Someone took the time and the energy to write on there with a small s you know your your phone automatically capitalizes the first word of your sentence so this person had to go out of their way and uncapitalize uncapitalize the first letter and wrote sure with an eye roll emoji Unreal. and the thing that makes me the most mad about it is i'm like it's not worth the energy you put in to type those five characters what is your objective? Are you just right. trying to bring people down or say you're a fake, you're a fraud, you're miserable, and I know it? Um, what exactly is your objective and what are you getting out of it? Because I'm not going to respond to it, obviously. Right. I just hearted it. And I always say if somebody comes back at me, I just pretend I'm like, oh, sure, right? A pot can change my day. Oh, well. And I make it a compliment even when it's not. I don't know. I just try to like can manipulate my own brain. But Jessica, explain to me why you can have a million people that are like, I really needed that today or thank you or how what a cute pot or I love the world you're building for yourselves. But that one person can waste their energy for, for no gain. And it still sticks in your craw. <clears throat> I have a lot of thoughts on this, but it really comes down to one thing. And it makes me furious. And I always feel this way when people try to tear someone down. Mm -hmm. And it's, in these cases, always for the wrong reason. I mean, yes, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But why do you feel the need to put your thoughts on something that is positive and uplifting, which was the intent and goal uh -huh. of this. What is it serving them? I mean, uh -huh. again, unless you enjoy making people feel bad or hurting them. Uh -huh. um, I've said this before, and I will say it till the day I die. I wish that people took as much care and uh -huh. thought over things that are important in life and that you should be outraged by. Mm -hmm. Then with something like this, you yes. don't like it, unfollow, scroll Correct. past, whatever. Right. I wish that that person had enough to say about people who are still pushing misinformation about anything at yeah. this point. Yeah. Go blow up a thread with that if you well, want to. Exactly. And I was also pissed because this person's handle, I'm just going to call it out because like they didn't really do anything wrong or harmful to anyone. It just annoyed me. But the person's handle is gingerbeard something. So they've liked several of my things before. And I only noticed it because, you know, red hair don't care. <laughs> us, us redheads, we stick together and we're like a secret club. So I was like, oh my God, gingerbeard following me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clearly I was wrong oh about gingerbeard. Uh, yeah. But like Jessica, it blows my mind. Uh, they'll do it on an advertisement. I've mm -hmm. told you guys this before. I was in an Amazon Fire commercial sitting at a table where I improvised some funny little bits and people just million, like tons of comments like, oh, like we believe that girl eats a salad, you know, and, and it's, it's an ad. Yep. It's an advertisement for an mm -hmm. Amazon Fire stick. What do you mm -hmm. care about the person that's in it? 
Exactly. Why you got to judge me and tell me how to live my life when Amazon thought I could sell their fire stick. And I think I did. <laughs> but like you're taking energy from your own life and time to comment on an advertisement. Yep. You're taking energy from your own life when I just said belief in yourself and you're built of courage to go. Sure. Like what is your, but I think you're, I think the thing is, uh, people are looking for an outlet. I think they think mm -hmm. it's funny and mm -hmm. it's a fun way to get, like we have rants. It's their version of rants. But what they don't realize mm. is it's harmful to people because if <clears throat> they- I don't think getting, it's their version of rants, to no, be honest. No, I think it is. They're getting that energy out that they need to get out when what they really need to do is take a boxing class. <laughs> That's true too. But I also am certain and would bet money on the fact that he didn't just do that on your page. He does no, it on many do it on things. everyone. Because so no, that is a personality trait. It's fulfilling this need for them to push and bully others. Well, I don't want to call that a rant. I'm sorry. This is maybe the first time we've had some disagreement. No, I think they I need. Think I'm it's saying it's called I think being they, an asshole. It is. They need. <laughs> they need to be able to rant. That's their version of it. Yeah. They're taking something, a need that they have to get the frustration out. We always say, we know these aren't big deals, but for some mm -hmm. normalcy, we need to get this out. So that we can have the space to fill up with goodness, right? Yep. But they're not doing that. They're just taking out their shit on everybody. And right. they can walk away anonymously because they don't have to look at your face. Yeah. And it's like, did that ruin my That's day? That's another thing. No, that didn't ruin my day. But I'm still thinking about it, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, I have a girlfriend who, um, she has a very popular faith-based social media mm -hmm. account thing. And the things that people write on there are just appalling sometimes. Now, she doesn't get a lot of it because it's such a niche thing. It's mostly mm -hmm. like-minded faith believers that come to look for that, right? Mm -hmm. But then people will write things like, wow, you're really pretty for a Christian girl. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Does it say in the Bible to love Jesus, you got to be ugly? <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you so shocked that I don't look like uh, the beast from Beauty and the Beast when I sing Stop Jesus it. loves you, this I know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that song says red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in his sight. So, <laughs> yes, I can be pretty and love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right? A hundred percent. It's just like, look, if you don't want to put goodness out into the world, you don't have to. But you don't have to um, shame or torture right. someone who does. Just move on. Yep. There's always, always someone or some people that are going to find a reason and a way to try to tear down or hate or uh, make them look bad mm -hmm. to anyone you could think of throughout yeah. time from the most righteous, uh, noble of people mm -hmm. get hate mail and awful comments and all that. So, so that's why even I catch myself sometimes where I read something and I'm outraged by it and I want to write a comment. And then I'm like, yeah. my com, and this doesn't mean to not speak up because we all need to speak up at certain times, but I have also just, it's taken a lifetime of learning when to choose my battles where yeah. I'm like, I've, I've even written out like a 
freaking page worth of stuff and deleted it and not posted it or not hit send or whatever. Cause I'm like, what is this going to do? It's not going to make me feel better. And it's not, it's gonna not going to change them. their mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What it's going to do is open up a barrage of lunatics mm -hmm. to come and now go crazy on me. And then yes. maybe start looking at my page and picking me up. I'm like, done. Don't yeah. want to do it. Don't need to know from it. If I don't like something or it's making me mad, uh, I just choose to focus my energies elsewhere. Somewhere doesn't mean else? that I pretend it doesn't happen because I yeah. think we do need to see the reality of what others think that doesn't always align with our of way course, of thinking. For sure. But I like to do it from a distance and then go, nope. Well, and I also, it would have to be really important to me, not just a hand holding up a mm -hmm. flower pot that says belief in yourself. Yes, yes. Like that's not enough to make me go, I have to make a statement. No, totally. <laughs> I know. It's just is so like, it, and that stuff wears on you over time. That's yeah. the dark side of social media. But just to wrap up my rant, because I know y'all get it. There's a, also a light side of it where I shared with Jessica this weekend, you know, I was posting my little cat videos and stuff. And these two people were chatting uh, on my post and realized they both loved singing. They both loved sushi. They both lived in New York City. They were both Asian proud, like you could tell from their handles and mm -hmm. stuff. And they're going to meet. I love it. It blew. I go. I commented and was like, oh, my God, what just happened here? Are you guys going to meet? Ah, sushi and singing for two. Like, they need I was to send so, you a picture. And if I they ever get engaged, I hope you're the officiant. <laughs> well, and I did say because I'm Dana and I have a dark side. I was like, I hope this isn't like a, the precursor to a Dateline or a 2020. Oh my like God. somebody's going to get murdered. You know, I don't know. Or I just got catfished and it's the same person with two different profiles. I don't know. My sister's working in fraud right now. So I know all these secrets online and I'm like, oh. Eh, oh my God. I'm just terrified all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe the stuff people do. It's crazy. Anyway, I guess I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely need a cleansing breath. Oh, I think so. I've worked myself into a coughing fuss. Same. Um, so what we like to do is rant out the things that annoy us or annoy you. We know that in the whole scheme of things, none of this stuff is a big deal. But Speak even, for yourself. Well, except for... When it comes to Jessica's nose, don't <laughs> fuck with her. Um, we get it all out. Have a sense of normalcy in life because we ain't living in a normal time right now. Uh, and then we fill up with goodness and fun information and rave about charity and good news and all of these things. So this part of our show, I always feel like is the cornerstone of what we do because I'm not a big foo-foo-fee-fee about meditation and breathing and crystals and all of that stuff. But I do believe that there's help in grounding yourself and breathing. So mm -hmm. if you're listening to this and you want to scream it out, that's fun. If you can't, at least take a second to breathe with us, you guys. I swear to God, it's going to be refreshing. Okay, mm -hmm. here we go. Let's take a deep breath in. And ah. <sighs> Ah, I took a second. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I took a second breath. That feels Good. nice. Yes. Feels nice. And I'm also drinking a smoothie Dan Tipton made for me yesterday. So I got a little Ooh. whiff of berry as I did, as I did that. 
Did you just cover That's your very nose? Nice. No, I covered my whole face. I'm alone. I don't know why I did that. I <clears throat> cleared my throat into my hoodie. I thought you were trying to let me know and not the listeners that you don't like the smell of berry. <laughs> Hilarious. No, I love berries. I do too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, we just spent an hour on the first half of our show. Yep. Looks like this is going to be a long one. I'll keep my mouth shut <laughs> from now on. <laughs> All right, you guys, this is a corner that I don't know how we've categorized things like this in the past, but I have decided to call it See Something, Say Something Corner because we could all do that a little more in life and trust our gut. This was sent in from a listener and our dear friend, Sarah. This is from CNN. A woman saw a boat capsize out her window during a work video meeting. Her 911 call saved three fishermen. This is by David Williams. And this just happened Friday, February 4th. Three fishermen were rescued from the frigid waters off the Massachusetts coast after a woman working from home happened to look out her window and saw their boat capsize and sink. Clinging to floating fishing gear to stay afloat, the men were were in the water for almost an hour on Tuesday before help arrived, according to the Situate Police Department. They were not wearing life jackets or survival suits. Ooh. Yikes. Pam Hart saw the boat in the distance during a work video call while at her home in Marshfield, some 30 miles south of Boston. She quickly realized something was wrong. It, it looked like the boat was taking on water, which I guess at the time it had actually rolled. And then I saw a dark cloud of smoke and the boat disappeared. That was probably in a matter of 60 or 90 seconds. She said she was in shock at first and assumed that rescuers were on the way, but didn't see any response. I just started really panicking on the inside. So I excused myself from the work call and called 911. It turns out she was the only person to report the incident. Oh my God. Okay. So in the effort of time and to not blab everyone's ear off, I'm going to even stop reading the article because the good news is they were found and they were saved because I have several points I want to make about this. Dana had sent me something this weekend about a young woman who mm-hmm. went to deliver food. Instacart. She's Instacart mm-hmm. and got really lightheaded when she was making the delivery and bringing it in the home and noticed mm-hmm. that there was a propane tank. And thought maybe there was a leak and told someone about it. Turns out she was right. Yep. And saved the person's life. Saved and the woman. People. There was a there was a young man in there with, with that. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, using her instincts. And she said, I just had to say something. You know, we all sometimes think, oh, I don't want to be it's none of our business. dramatic. It's not yeah. a big deal. La, la, la. I remember wholeheartedly. Um, being in high school and one of the classes that I took was all about, uh, psych- it wasn't a psychology class, but it was like human behavior and the psychology behind it and whatnot. There was a very, very, very famous case that some of you may have heard about, which I think it like happened in the seventies. It was a woman that was attacked, um, in the courtyard of her apartment building. I believe it was in New York city and she's screaming like screaming and not one person helped her came to her aid or called the police when the police came to, you know, survey the situation and interview people. 
every single person had a different answer as to why they didn't call. They didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, there's that famous old case from New York Kitty. Kitty, I can't, I'm so sorry. I can't remember her. <clears throat> but same thing. She was murdered outside of her apartment building. So maybe and that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe it was murder. But yeah. Uh, again, a lot of the response was I thought someone had already called or yeah. I was scared or I didn't know it was serious. On and on and on. And I would say definitely don't put yourself in danger, but call, tell, do something. Of course. You, you just you make just the know. call. A worst yeah. case scenario is that it's a misunderstanding. Totally. Kind of like the time when I legitimately, and it's going to make me so upset recounting this, I legitimately thought I was overhearing someone being beaten to death. Ooh. And I was on the phone with a friend in Texas and she could hear it through the phone, if that tells you how loud it was. Wow. And it was coming from the apartment building next to and behind mine. And she said, you've got to hang up with me. You've got to call 911. And I was so frantic. I called 911. I was trying to stay composed, but I was crying and frantic. And I said, there's somebody being attacked. Um, it's getting worse. It has been continuing. I think somebody needs to come out here right away. Mm -hmm. So my whole point of this is, very shortly after, there was a SWAT team literally crawling through the bushes in front of my apartment mm -hmm. and surrounding all of the buildings and all that. Mm -hmm. When the person who was in charge of that crew that came, came and knocked on my door, couldn't have been ruder and treated me like I was an idiot for calling because it was USC students making a student film. Well, guess what? nobody had bothered to alert us all right right to that and i'm telling you this was happening it wasn't like at two in the morning it was like 10 o'clock at night mm -hmm. and no lights were on i kept peeking through one little crack in my blinds no one was to be seen so i'm telling you i think everyone closed their lights were acting like they weren't home were hiding in their own apartments yeah. because there was no sign of life. And that was never the case where I was living ever. Yeah. And I was so angry. And I told that guy, whatever person from the SWAT team treated me like an idiot. I was so angry. And I said, you go back to your station and you listen to that 911 call where you can hear what I heard. And when you can hear me hysterically crying and you tell me that I'm an idiot for calling yeah. you for that. Yeah, no, you can't accept that. That's an angry person <sighs> that got mad about their job. Because if, if you are going to shame people into silence, nobody's ever going to get help. It's crazy. It's, I, yeah. did, I did not mean to turn that into a mini rant. This is a corner. <laughs> but seriously, my point of this is that young woman saved someone's life by telling them she thinks they have a gas leak. This woman saw from miles away out her window during a work zoom. Oh my God, there's something oh, going on oh. out there Yeah, and called. So yeah. please, if you think something is wrong, just call. That is what the experts are there for. You call the fire department. I, yes. I did that even like it was one time I walked into a convenience store and I saw a man who was a little, um, I'll just say dirty, you know, mm -hmm talking to some very young teenage girls and I could tell they weren't exactly comfortable. Like there was just a vibe of, I don't like this, especially as a woman. Okay. Yep. So when I went into that convenience store, I said to the clerk, do those girls know that person? 
Mm-hmm. And he looked and he said, oh, yeah, they do. They know him. He's he, he they come with him a lot. I didn't have any shame yeah. over that because nope. if those two little girls had been injured and I didn't say anything, yep. Lord have mercy on my soul. I know. I know. I, I just if I see a grown man talking to young girls. Yes. I'm going to say something. If I see a car wreck, I live in Los Angeles. There are millions of people here. I still mm-hmm. call 911. And if they say, Me ma'am, too. we've already had five calls about it, I go, excellent. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. And I yep. get off as fast as possible so they can yep. take the next emergency That's call. right. And you just made a great point, too. The whole point is sometimes even the simplest, quickest bit of intervention can prevent something. Yeah. Somebody just saying, excuse me, or saying, hey, could you, can I speak to you? Or just any kind of interruption, distraction, or whatever can give someone the time to flee, can give someone the time to open mm-hmm. their eyes at you, like, thank you, or yes, this is not well, when good, I was and make in, that person slink away, hopefully. Yes. Like, when I was walking in, I walked very slowly, and I was looking at them. And when the girls looked at me, I went, hi. Just to see if I could see any hesitation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I still said to the clerk, do, do those girls know that man? Yep. And I have no shame about it. Was it any of my business? No, but I'm a mommy. And if, yep. I, if I had a young daughter and someone saw something that just made them go, is this okay? I would appreciate it. 100%. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good, excellent corner. Yes. Oh my God. You just took a breath. Did you hear that? I did. You went. <laughs> How funny. Um, yeah, great corner. Thank you, Jessica. Yep. Um, so my corner is a what the what corner. This is from UPI.com. What is that, Jessica? We've had this before. Hilarious. Uh United Have I asked Press. This? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legit news source. I constantly say my brain's a toilet. So <laughs> yes, I that. I have no memory of it whatsoever. Um anyway, this is from UPI. It's written by Ben Hooper. This is so great. I could see myself doing this, but it turning out so differently. $30, $30 drawing from yard sale found to be worth more than 10 million dollars <laughs> let's go to a garage sale this weekend i love garage sailing if there's a garage sale especially within walking distance oh I'm yeah there. oh i bought my girlfriend's little two-year-old a closet of princess dresses from a garage sale a few weeks ago <laughs> so cute okay a drawing purchased for $30 at a yard sale has been valued at more than $10 million after being identified as previously unknown work by German Renaissance artist Albrecht Dürer. The London-based Agnews Gallery said Clifford Chorer, a Boston-based art collector and consultant for the gallery, was in Massachusetts bookstore in 2019. When the 2019? It wasn't even that long ago! Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When the owner asked him to take a look at a drawing purchased by a friend, the bookseller told Shore the drawing, which had been purchased for $30, uh, might be a Durer original. He was skeptical, but he visited the owner who wished to remain anonymous and a few weeks later was shocked to see the drawing titled The Virgin and Child appeared to be the work of Durer, who died in 1528. When you're in my world, you spend your life looking for unknown things that lead to fascinating research avenues. 
I could see I was at the beginning of something extremely exciting. He spent three years traveling around the world to verify the authenticity of the piece. The art collector said experts agreed that technical age analysis places the drawing in the right time period and the piece bears hallmarks of Durer's work. In terms of relative value, I think you have to compare it to other old master drawings. Um, so anyway, there's nothing more that's revealing about that. But how incredible is that? Ten million. Let me tell you something. If I bought something for $30 and it turned out to be worth $1,000, I'd be ecstatic. Here's the thing, Jessica. I would million. never. I I wonder sometimes if I own things. <sighs> because back in the Midwest, people get rid of stuff all the time. Like. Yep. I went someday when I have a, a home large enough for three people and books to live in, <laughs> I will have it. But I have a library, a, mm -hmm. a literal library, and all of the books are over 100 years old. And my wow. parents bought it for me at a garage sale. And I have like a first edition Black Beauty in there. It's, uh, it's real beat amazing. up. It's very beat up and probably worth nothing. But to me, it's worth a lot yeah. that's history you know totally. and i'm always like i bet i have things in my home that are probably worth quite a bit that i just don't even know maybe we need to have somebody from antiques roadshow come and do a little uh looky loo maybe because i used to pick up old stuff i'm an old soul i think because i picked up old stuff from garage i still do mm -hmm. it same i still do anyway that's incredible 10 million dollars right? yep i'd sell that so fast you never know. <laughs> then also, I can buy a house to fit my library in. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but if you go to thrift stores and are looking um, at paintings, most of them, when you turn them around, have been cut. If they were covered with paper on the back or fabric, they've been cut. And you'd think, what? It's because people used to hide money behind the paintings. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, or, or even other, I've heard of people hiding, like artists hiding sketches and drawings back there. Yep. Sometimes yeah. you can get a real winner and you're like, turn it over. You're like, oh my God, look at this. Yeah. I've even liked the covered up side sometimes better than the, yes, totally. Than the frame side. Yeah. So cool. Crazy. Very, very cool. Uh, here's hoping for what money or art? <laughs> All of it, but really to find that next diamond in the rough. Well, I know where there's one right in front of your face. I <laughs> am priceless. <laughs> you guys can steal that. Tell somebody. Oh Tell somebody you're priceless today. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, my God. All right. We will move on to our raves. I am going to. Are you to pulling yours out of a drawer? Um, I'm pulling it out, yes. <laughs> so, this is something that I have never seen. And this is a gift that was just sent to me by my stepmother. And I really appreciate it. And I'm really going to encourage all my girlfriends to get one. And I have nice. good news for all of you. They have a discount currently right now through Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. This is the Birdie. Have you heard of it? No. That's cute. Okay. What is this? Super cute. It comes in different colors. It also comes with a beautiful brass keychain to that's hang a, it on. That's a good key 
okay uh, what do you call those things i uh, i have one but it, it's not i don't know but it unscrews and you yeah. put them on, it's great there's a name so, for them but anyway that's cool what is the birdie you ask <clears throat> well i'm gonna tell y'all so birdie is a personal safety alarm made for women by women this colorful alarm has a 130 decibel alarm and flashing strobe light designated to deter an attack. Mm. When in doubt, pull it. Feeling uncomfortable? Trust your gut. Activate Birdie to create a diversion and bring all eyes on you. Pull the top to start the loud siren and flashing strobe light. When you feel safe, reinsert the top to deactivate the alarm. So... You guys, I went outside to try this. Admittedly, I was petrified to mm -hmm. pull it because I'm so clumsy. That's why I never carried pepper spray or mace. I'm like, you don't get it. I will spray it in my own face and it will be a disaster. <laughs> so I never carried that stuff. Um, this is fantastic. It is real easy to use. And there's a little speaker on the back. So mm -hmm. you cover that with your thumb and there's a video and it literally couldn't be easier. I watched it on YouTube. The video is all of maybe 20 seconds long. Okay. You pull the tab. You then go like this and face the speaker part towards the attacker, I guess, or away from you. It also uh -huh. has the strobe on the other side. So it's blinding it is them. So that hopefully, again, it does something. That thing that we were talking about earlier with the coroner, sadly, they tell people, like, if you ever need help, yell fire because people will run outside and that will perk people up mm -hmm. instead of yelling help because people may not Get come scared. help. Yeah. If you hear an alarm, I mean, how annoyed are you with an alarm? And I go outside to see whose car is going off or whatever. Mm -hmm. Also, I read a story where somebody pulled this and... Uh, threw it at the attacker and then ran. So wow. it caused enough alarm. It gave them time to get away. The person was like, ah, um, this is fantastic. They're $29.95. There's currently a 15% discount on it. I can't uh, recommend this enough to people. I want yeah. to thank my stepmom for it. It almost made me cry. She said, I hope you never have to use it. Yes. I love that she sent that to you because yep. to me, that is such a sign of love. Uh, I constantly am sending <clears throat> my girlfriend who is younger and slight mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. goes out a lot, you know, uh, self-defense videos. Yeah. Well, I, maybe I, she needs one of these. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Not that she you don't need to know how to defend yourself. No, she would definitely not be opposed to that. I don't know too many women that would. Like, right. I, I will definitely check that out as soon as we're done here. Yep. So I'll quickly just read some more about this. Um, as sisters, we come from a large, tight-knit family filled with women, uh, mothers, sisters, daughters, and nieces. In our communities, we are connected to and inspired by more women, young and old, bright and bold. A personally heartbreaking statistic. When we prepared to send our oldest kids off to college, we wrestled with the fact that one in five women is raped in her lifetime in the United States. Is that a real fact? Yep. And that's from oh the CDC. God. So God knows what it is worldwide. One in five women in the U.S. will be raped at some point in their life. Oh my this is God. not only a horrifying statistic, but one that is personally heartbreaking because it includes one in five of our women, too. 
Birdie envisions a world where women are safe. We're here to activate women and accelerate change. Use this tool to stop a life-altering tragedy. Listen to your gut. Watch out for your friends. Talk to your daughters. Include boys and men in these conversations because we can't have a conversation about women's safety with just women. Mm-hmm. Now, also, I mean, I love this as a rave because it's safety-related anyways, but just as an extra thing that makes me love this company even more, I see that they also give back. With every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to our partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Their hashtag is chirp loudly. Love it. So yeah, it's great. It's Alan's like, isn't that kind of cumbersome? And I said, I'll take cumbersome. Uh, Over being raped or attacked. Yes. Yeah. And I said, look, I'm going to tell you right now. I was like, oh, this is neat, but I already have a cute keychain. Well, I decided that I will use that cute keychain for my spare key. Right. For if I ever need to give that to someone in the future and will happily carry this. Another thing I like about it is I realized if I go to valet, all I got to do is unscrew. I can give them my key and it can still be on a ring and I can carry my birdie with me wherever the heck I'm going. Absolutely. That is why I have a, I don't know why the name of it is, is slipping my mind right now, but why I have a, a hook. However, mine, you push it in. Yes. And I will say if it pushes, you could lose a key, but carabiner. I that. that's it. Carabiner. I specifically do that because here in LA, we have to use valet everywhere we go. Yep. I mean, practically sometimes even the grocery store <laughs> and i don't like giving my house key no and uh you know anything else i have keys to yep. just stick that in a piece of gum you got a copy of my key fill that in with resin you can go have a key made okay yep. i don't like doing that and i hate that i have to live in fear like that but i know too many women who have been yes. raped and attacked in their homes yes. Yes. and uh, I think that's probably something men don't really think about as much. But when you give those people your, the keys to your car, if your house key is on there, they also have your address because all of your registration yep. information's in your car. I've been thinking about that too because yeah. my car was burgled. They didn't, well, I think I've told you guys this. They did steal my digital tape measure and my painter's right. tape <laughs> that so I keep funny. on hand when I go to clients. Oh my God. But, uh, I got really freaked out and I was talking to officers about this this week when I was working with them. I said, you know, it occurred to me, I've got to carry my registration in case I ever need it or I'm pulled over. Mm -hmm. But when people have broken into my car, which has been many times, they now have my name, my address. Yes, my car is parked right in front. They can use that info to steal your identity too. And he said, look, you have a really good point. And of course, in my next life, I would never remember to take it with me everywhere. I just wouldn't. He goes, if you want to take it out of the car, and please, nobody take my word as the gospel. But he said, now um, a lot of people have it on their phone, and that's okay. I said, really? The police will accept it if I have a thing on my phone, you know? And he said, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to tell him you told me that. It's certainly worth investigating into because yes. obviously we carry our vaccination cards digitally. California provides that yep. anyway. Well, I didn't have my insurance card on me. I don't know why, but I just didn't when I was mm-hmm. buying my car a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I? I pulled it up online and he goes, oh, yeah, of course, that's fine. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. 
So it's interesting. I follow a lot of feminist uh, Instagram and TikTok accounts. I'm sure that's shocking to people. Uh, <laughs> and there's one guy that he's very he's very positively supportive mm. of women and and equal rights and all of these things. But he made a video recently, and I think it was shared by at Feminist Squad. Don't quote me on that. But um, he said, you know, it is very frequent that when a woman is just being friendly towards a man, he interprets that as flirting. And this happens to me a lot. And I'll get into why I think that happens to me specifically a lot. But he said, you know, a woman could just be being legitimately friendly and a man will interpret that as flirtation. And then when she rebuffs it, he's furious. Okay. Yeah. And he said, the reason is because those men cannot imagine having a conversation with you or that you have any value to offer other than as a sexual object. Mm -hmm. That was such a powerful, I was like, yeah. And I think it happens to me a lot because I have this pudgy cherubic face. Uh, I'm Midwest raised. I often have a smile even if it's not like going approach me because I've trained myself to be that way for our industry. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'd just be playing angry bitches all the time, which is happening. Well, I have resting bitch face. <laughs> so. And if I'm just speaking normally as I would to even my father, very frequently they're like, this fat girl's pretty desperate for attention. I can get her in the bag easy. And I know that that's true. And people will go, Dana, those are your story snakes. It has happened enough to me in my mm -hmm. life that I know. I've seen how men work. They target overweight I've heard women. people say it or go, uh, I don't think so. Or really? Somebody yeah. attacked her? It's like, yes, yes. cool. Maybe oftentimes more than not because people Correct. do this very thing on. and don't believe. I guarantee you I get hit on more than stunning women because they think she's easy prey. Mm -hmm. She will be desperate. I can treat her like shit and she'll keep coming back for more because yep. she wants some attention. Uh -huh. Well, guess what? You don't even play in my ball field, dude. You don't. <laughs> like, you yes. think you do because you think I'm gross you're the gross one. I would never be interested in you in a million years. I would rather be alone. And mm -hmm. I don't like, I would rather be completely asexual or finger myself till the day I die than be with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm real upset about it. I, I have heard. <laughs> it's just, you, see <laughs> you see, you go, why would that attractive man want to be with that woman? Because it's easy. Because he shames her and makes her feel bad about herself and she thinks she can't do any better. And she's like, look at this hot man. I don't care. He'll, he can treat me like she that's what's going on in their brain. Well, let me tell you what. This fat girl ain't interested. Gets away. Wow. Get a birdie, girls. <laughs> Y'all, we have managed to have four rants today. We've had four rants today. This <laughs> Welcome to this episode of The Rants. With oh, Dana sure. Powell and Jessica Young. I really hope Betty doesn't listen to this episode. Oh my God. Hilarious. <laughs> you know, she'll be cool with it. Um, before we listen to Dana's rave, I would like to tell you that their website is she'sbirdie.com. That's S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E.com. She'sbirdie.com. At the very top, when you go to it, you will see Valentine's Day. Use code VDAY15. 
for 15% off your order. Um, you can pick from all kinds of fun colors. I wouldn't care if it was black, I mean, yeah. or white, but sure. uh, she picked yellow and I have to tell you, I really like it and it'll it's be so easy for me to find it, but yep. they've got lots of fun colors and it's not about it looking cute. It's mm -hmm. about our safety. And again, it's very user-friendly and I'm telling you, it's kind of brilliant because anyone could use this, anyone. It does not require strength, screwing things on and off, anything like that. Also, it's just boom. Have to be a female either. And let me make that clear. She got one for my dad. Good. I'm so glad Good. you're saying this. My dad's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, she got one for me too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know when I'll ever use it. I said, dad, I hope you don't have to, I hope you don't have to, but you should carry it. And maybe you could have used it. One of the two times that you were held at gunpoint for your wallet back in the mm -hmm. day when you traveled every week for work. My dad was held up in New Orleans and in Baltimore. And my dad, I don't know how, didn't give him his wallet. So it's he's lucky that he's alive. Yeah, he's lucky they didn't. I was like, him. who do you think you are? Crocodile Dundee? That's <laughs> not a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> no, like, no material possession is worth your that's life. That's not a knife. That's a Mont Blanc pen. And if you step <laughs> any closer, I will stab you with it. What? <laughs> are you talking about yeah no physical possession is is worth your life ever no none not even a wedding ring like you know i know people are like nope. this is I so know fundamental that's Don't take nope. it. it's not worth your life it's really nope. not thank you for sharing that jessica yes. i'm sorry i apologize for my inappropriateness but i get real riled up about no, safety of course and about how you know especially after the fact that you said one in five men one in five women in america are raped Right. It's it's like that thing. I think it was the same guy that pointed this out. Like staggering. You ask any woman, do you know anyone who's been raped or have you been raped yourself? Every woman you speak to will say yes. You ask a man, they're like, No, I don't know anyone. So who's raping all these women if it's not men? Right. <laughs> it's a problem. Anyway, thank you so much, Jessica. I'm yeah. I, I'm seriously gonna check that out. And I yeah. love that they give back too. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, my rave this week is from of our one of our OG listeners yeah. in New Zealand, yes. and I want to move to New Zealand. So get ready. Yes, let's figure it out. <laughs> God, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, okay, this is girls that invest on Instagram. So it's their handle is at girls that invest. Hello, ladies. A rave for you to share, maybe. Absolutely. I started listening to Girls That Invest this year, and it has made some scary money concepts seem pretty easy to understand. A great way to help women become financially independent, which is super important, ladies, even if you're married, okay? Please have your yeah. own financial independence. You don't know what's going to happen. They may not leave you. They may die. What if that house isn't in your name and your house mm -hmm. goes into probate, even though you're still alive with your kids? Just saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, a great way to help women become financially independent in a world where many women aren't able to get out of a bad relationship because of the money and other situations. And mm -hmm. also when they leave, they're left with nothing, no matter how many years they invested into that world, yep. that family, that life, they walk away with nothing. And I know mm -hmm. this because I have a sister that it happened to twice. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Let's see. They are based in New Zealand, but they discuss investing worldwide. So she sent us an example post. The biggest blessing you get when you have money as a woman is not the house or the splurges. It's the ability to say fuck no to any situation that disrespects or does not deserve you. Does not serve you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, if it doesn't serve you, it hey, doesn't, doesn't serve, serve you. you. That's, That's right. right. That's right. I really like that post. Mm-hmm. Thank you, my uh, at girls that invest. And I think that's wonderful that's too because when we were talking about this Bitcoin world and you think about like old school Wall Street traders and stuff, the bulk of that world is masculine. The yes. bulk of that world is men. And that information is not out there super easily for people to get. So mm-hmm. I think girls that invest, that's that's amazing. Make yourselves independent, ladies, because you don't know what the what like. Not only that, but it gives you a sense of self worth, value, yes. self respect. Yep. Be financially independent if you can. This it's it, work towards it. Mm-hmm. Right? You will feel good about that. I promise. Absolutely. So and you're right. You Anything that. can happen. So it's great. And investments again. I think we always like picture men being financial advisors, men being stockbrokers and traders, and, and even all this movies other stuff. used to pr- pr- <clears throat> make that make that assumption. Yep, dad yeah. makes the decision on where the family is going to invest their money and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. But we yes. move across the country for dad's job. Yep. Yeah. It's a generational thing, and I still think a lot of people, even in the current generation, aren't taught this. But it is imperative. I know. It really did not serve my mother well Mm -hmm. to grow up in an extremely wealthy family. Mm -hmm. And then for my mom to not by any fault of my dad. So I just want to take the onus off. Ooh, I'm getting personal here. Uh But my mom was in another marriage and lost all of her money. And she was not taught to invest. She was not taught, hey, you need to make sure and do the following things and don't let somebody else have all access or control to this. And it really, really, really cost her. That's a gross understatement again. Absolutely. It's like, we have to educate ourselves. If you yeah. haven't been educated, you have to educate yourselves. Yeah. Because I think generally speaking, sometimes I do this just out of pure laziness. I don't want to know the ins and outs of mm-hmm. bills or whatever it is. Right. right. But I, but because of experience that I've seen with other women in my life, I have made that a personal uh, goal totally. of mine. And as a result, you know, you guys know that Jessica and I are in in entertainment. So the way that we work and the way that we're paid and stuff is very different than what the norm mm-hmm. would be. And we got to a point where some laws were changing about taxes and refunds and all of this. And I said to my husband, I really think we need to incorporate. I think this is the best move for us financially right now. It's going to benefit us in things that re- are required for our jobs that mm-hmm. it's not required for normal people. We need help with that because we have to have it. So long story short, mm-hmm. we did it. And the accountant was like, it's a real good thing you listen to your wife. She's spot on. She is absolutely correct. And literally, it's the thing that saved us during this pandemic. Yep. Am I the sharpest tool in the shed? Hell no. But I try to be informed. And mm-hmm. I saved my family by doing that. Yep. So be, have some independence. It doesn't mean you're going to leave your partner. Right. It doesn't mean you're preparing to like go off and live in the mountains by yourself and have financial freedom and also annoyance freedom for the rest of your life. (laughs) It's just being prepared in case. Mm -hmm. 
So anyway, love it. Thank you so much yes. for sending that in. It's fantastic. I, something that empowers women and educates them. I am on board at Girls That Invest. Thank you so much, my would mm -hmm. love it. Check it out. Jessica. Indeed. Dana. I think that's finally our show. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Well, we like to end the show with like a point to ponder for the re week. We also like to talk about anything we're watching. Are you watching anything new? No, nothing new. Okay, I am. Great. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while, so I'm really excited. Uh, I binged a show called Archive 81, which I really love. Yes. Spooky. Like this guy is a digital uh, film restorer. And there's just this web of like lies and secrecy and a little bit of supernatural in there, a little bit of time travel. Mm, I love it. Archive 81. It was good. Um, and then I think I may have mentioned this like a couple of years ago on the show, if you've been able to handle us that long. <laughs> the Alienist. Did I ever tell you about that? Dakota Fanning's in it. Mm -hmm. So I just started season two. At I don't know when it came out. I just noticed. And I'm mm -hmm. so into it. Love it. Those are both great shows. Love it. Well, I will say I brought it up before. I'm on season two of Euphoria. Yeah. And I have to say that episode five of Euphoria, which is what just dropped this week, is one of the most real um, and telling episodes if you have ever known or loved or cared for someone that is an addict mm. um this episode is so real i mean there's not really a spoiler alert but zendaya's character is an addict sure in mm. the show so i'm not giving anything away and let me tell you something that this is her this is her emmy or golden globe performance um good for her it really, really took my breath away. Um, it's so painful to see stuff like that. It is. A reality for others. It's so real. And for teens and for mm -hmm. parents who are trying everything to help their child and don't know how to help and really can't help in some situations. But it's really, it's really, really good. Wow. It's a very hard show to watch. I am not telling you you it's a must see feel good. It's not a feel good show. Yeah. But I don't know. If you're a parent, you'll be I I always say I always say this and I believe it to my core. Uh art makes change. Yes. So that it's important. I agree. It's important. Totally. Um I'm going to I have a real quick point for you to ponder it's just something i want you guys to think about see if it's mm -hmm. useful to you might not be um i feel like i'm gonna find a way for it to be useful for me don't want to frighten anyone grapes light on fire in the microwave just letting you know little Ooh. little <laughs> organic food bombs all right guys in case you need it can't afford a birdie put some grapes in the microwave haul those grape atoff cocktails off wherever you need to <laughs> Jessica, I love you. Will you please say that last part? Because it just went all jumbly jargle. Oh, I said, in case you need it, you got some, some grape cough cocktails to throw at people for safety if you need. So <laughs> pop some grapes in the microwave and go haul them, shoot, just get you, use that arm. Fling <laughs> those flying grapes. Organic oh bombs. <sighs> Hilarious. Right?
Yes. Is it well, or am I saving lives? Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. We'll we be back next you. week. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. 